Hello and welcome to a new episode of Paradigm Shift, the podcast where we explore truth through forgotten knowledge. I am your host, Sergio Halabi, and the question I will try to answer during this episode is, what is the difference between spirituality and religion? Let's go ahead and do the intro. As the saying goes, to be religious, you must reject all beliefs except one. To be spiritual, you must accept all beliefs as one. This episode will be more spiritual and philosophical in nature than other ones I've talked about before. I'm not delving into ancient history this time. I am not trying to understand a conspiracy theory. What I want to talk about is something more personal and the difference for me between being a religious person and a spiritual one. Before we get into that, I want to explain what constitutes as a religion and what makes a religion fall into mythology. Religion is always based on a specific story that is passed on by people from one generation to another. In every religion, throughout history, whether we're talking about the very first one in Mesopotamia or the latest ones that we have today all over the world. There is always a pattern to how these religions come about. There is a sort of a holy book that was either sent or channeled by someone from God, or there is a book which tells the story about how gods used to live on earth or about how we should be living on on earth. There's always a specific narrative that people have to follow in order to become religious. It always starts the same by being a small cult. It challenges the original idea or it challenges the existing religion of a specific region. Usually what happens is that the new cult is shunned out of society. It is excommunicated labeled as heretics and once it gets enough people following it it turns into a religion religions borrow from each other a lot just like mythologies do they refer to the same gods but they change their names as we see between the greeks and the romans when we refer to zeus within the greeks he becomes neptune within the romans Religions borrow stories from each other, but they change the names, such as the Abrahamic religions took from the Mesopotamian religions. For example, with the story of Noah and the Ark, that's what Abrahamic religions call him, whereas Mesopotamia, it was Atrahatis and the Ark and the story of the flood, among many, many others. Over time, wars happen, people fight other people in the name of religion and some religions fall into a forgotten history and it becomes mythology. Every religion that exists today was born from a mythology that is now fighting it and rejecting it. If we simply look at certain religions, if we look at the stories that these religions holds, we start to see patterns that appear once and again and again and only the names change again i go back to another example in the abrahamic religions who believe in the one god in the bible in the old testament and the torah judaism we have the story of how a city was about to be destroyed 
and God wanted to end life in that city. But then he has a change of mind and he tells few people from the city to leave before the destruction comes. This is the same story that exists in a previous religion, in an Assyrian religion, which is modern day Syria. And that story talks about how there were two different gods. One of them wanted the destruction of that city, while the other wanted, warned them to leave it before sunrise. So religions tend to take stories that people used to believe in and change a few key elements here or there in order to advance a specific narrative or a political agenda. The problem with religions in general and the reason why they fail and they always do based on our written history from nearly seven to 8,000 years ago every religion that has existed ended up failing is because it exploits something within mankind that is not inherently there, fear. Most religions depend on complete obedience from people. They ask obedience, they ask about trust. And they tell you to accept truth from a specific book. And then they play on guilt and shame and anger in order to manipulate people to follow that religion. Whether it was fear of what comes after death, fear of hell, whether it was karma, that if you do something bad now, you're going to come back and suffer because of what you did in your current life and so on. So religions are based on the idea that they take away the power from you and they put it in specific people people who are in charge of this religion. And they tell you, you do not understand the religion. You do not know how to interpret the holy books. You need someone who, is, who has studied it, someone who has understood it a lot more than you, someone who is chosen by God, because you will not understand on your own. And if you do not follow what that person says, if you do not follow what the book says, then eternal damnation is waiting for you. It implants this idea among humans that they are inherently bad and evil and weak. We saw it a lot in Norse mythology, for example, where gods were a reflection of what men are. They were hostile, they seek war, they wanted chaos. And the entire religion was based on how you, as a human, would honor these gods. How do you give your life just for their sake. How if you are good and you die in battle in the name of these gods, you will end up in Valhalla, their version of heaven, dining with the gods. So there's always this reward and punishment system that happens in every religion. I'm not just singling out one. Every religion is based on that idea. Even when we look at ancient mythologies, such as, for example, the Egyptians and the pharaohs, they used to believe that if you do good enough in life, that your heart will be measured with a feather. And if your heart weighs less than the feather, then you are pure enough to enter, as they call their heaven. If not, then you go to hell. So there's always this idea of, of reward and punishment. And that is why religions ultimately fail. And new ones come in their place. Because our understanding of religion changes as we evolve as humans. As we start to understand the world around us even more, as we start to grasp the nature of our reality, where we fit on this cosmic scale, our understanding of what God is changes. Our understanding of religion changes. Ancient religions used to believe that nature 
has God in it, different gods. A God for the sun, a God for the water, a God for the underground. When mankind evolved and we entered the Bronze Age, and then later the Golden Age, and we saw the rise of the Greek and the Roman Empire, the nature of gods changed. Gods became more related to philosophical ideas. The goddess of beauty, Athena, the god of war, and so on. So our understanding of God changed over time. Our understanding of the world has changed over time. Until we reached the Abrahamic religions, and, and those were also evolving from Judaism to Christianity to Islam. And our understanding of God now lies in the unknown. God is the creator. God is the one who is judging us. God is the reason why we are born and we die and the way we live our life is all in God. That's because we still don't understand that aspect of life. What's happening now is what we all refer to as the Great Awakening. And this awakening is making us understand this is a new shift in mankind's history, what we are doing now. It's going to take a lot of time. It's going to take 100 years. It's going to take 500 years. But we are on that path now where we start understanding that life that is around us is not what we were told it is. That humans are not inherently religious. They are in fact spiritual in nature. That if you ask a child what is their idea of heaven is, they will describe exactly what someone who had a near-death experience and saw heaven would say without any, anyone telling that child. A child will not come out and mention a judgmental God. They will not mention a religious book. They will not mention a history book about someone who is a prophet or someone who is named a god or a son of a god, a demigod. A child will talk about the oneness of mankind, how we are all connected, how we are all swimming together in this great existence that we call the divine matrix. The divine matrix is a topic that I will cover in another episode because it needs a cover on its own is a full episode on its own. But the idea that when we move away from religion and enter into the spirituality aspect of things, we notice that to be spiritual is to actually to be invited for you. Like it invites you to search for your own truth. It immediately tells you there is no evidence. There is no word. There is no book. There is no history of anything. We do not want you to think about anything. As a spiritual person, I will not come and talk to someone else and convince them through history or through science or through anything. I'll just tap into their innate ability to feel and to imagine things and to connect to that deep source that is within all of us, to that deep light that is inside all of us. There is no division when it comes to spirituality. There is no right or wrong. There is no fear or punishment or reward system. There is only existing in the moment now and making the best out of it. And I'm not talking in terms of physical or materialistic needs. I'm talking about deeply understand where you are in the universe. Understanding that everything is within your own power. You are responsible for your own life. You have made the choice to come here long before you came here. You are living the life you chose to live. You are powerful enough to understand all of this on your own. 
that you are not separate from your brother man or from your nature or from any entity. When we talk about the Creator being omnipresent, we mean that the Creator exists in everything and in everyone. And that's what I feel religions were trying to say, that there is a sort of innocent attempt from certain religions where they try to have a specific truth passed on, but it sadly, it always gets politicized. It always turns into a specific narrative and it divides people. You cannot be in one religion without rejecting everyone else. It's just not within the nature of religion. But when you transcend that idea, transcend that there are different, that there are people who are wrong in their beliefs, and just accept that we are all connected in this great love that has created us, that has created all existence in itself. When people ask, what is the meaning of all of this? A religious answer is always, well, we're here to serve the God, or one God, or to pray, or to transcend our sins and our weakness, and to try to reach heaven. But I will tell you that it's a lot simpler than that. The idea behind the oneness of the entire existence, the idea behind the divine matrix, behind the creator, the source of life itself, is simply the creator experiencing his own creation. It's as simple as that. It's as beautiful as that. Everything that happens, everything that will happen or has happened outside of time, throughout all the different dimensions that exist, there's only one truth, is that it's all part of an experience in which the creator is witnessing his own manifestation is witnessing what can creation do? What is there in creation? There is no end to this because there was no beginning to this. It's it just, it's there. And once we can shut down the words, shut down how loud everything is, and feel and understand this connection that we have all between us, we will finally understand that everything that is happening is from our own choice, from our own connection to the Creator, from His own source being within us, that we are all the same, one and the same. From the 12 laws of the universe, the first one, the law of oneness, we are all one. And with that thought, I will end the episode. As always, if you enjoy this, please share it with your friends and other people you think might be interested. You can always find me on my Instagram, paradigm.shift.experience. And until next time, thank you for listening.